Hey everybody, it's Matt Fulcheron, the full charge, uh, completely sober, don't worry about that, um, but come see me at Virginia Beach, the Virginia Beach Funny Bone on May 14th this year, I'm also going to be at the uh, the Des Moines, <clears throat> Iowa Funny Bone on the let's see, the 11th of June, and I'm pretty sure on the 19th of June I'll also be at the Dayton Funny Bone. Don't quote me on that, but I have a feeling. Uh, Enjoy this podcast. It's me and Louie Katz in Brooklyn, New York, Um, and Chris Tinkle gets in there as well. So listen to us. Love us. Be one with us. Um, Because we had a good time talking. I love catching up with these guys. Uh, Louis Cass is my boy. Take a listen. I hope you have fun. Later. Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll, trying to keep up. Turn up the AC stage, eating up. Eat it up, time to devour the full charge power hour. Welcome. To the Full Charge Power Hour. I'm Matt Fulcheron. I'm the Full Charge. uh, And uh, I'm here to tell you, go to thefullcharge.com. Buy my CD. This is the part of the job I hate. I got t-shirts. You can donate if you don't want to have anything, but you just want to give money. Uh, Rate and review me on iTunes. Very important. Very fucking important. Stitcher. I'm on Stitcher. And tell a friend about this podcast because you know you love it. And I got a very special guest this week. I'm in East Williamsburg, Brooklyn. And I'm here with my main man, Louis Katz. What's up, buddy? What's up, dude? How are you? Good, 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 good. Um, ran into you on Monday night. Yes. And, you, and we just got to talk about the podcast. That was and you're two like, ago. Yeah. fucking come by. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is in my apartment. Not that many people have been in this apartment. And then I ran into your roommate, Chris Tinkle, last yes. night. And I told him I was coming by at noon. And he said, cool. I'm going to be on the podcast, too. Why not? The more the merrier. <laughs> He's already going to be here. It just makes sense. Why wouldn't he be on this podcast right now? Except he's not. Well, I said, I said listen, I'm, I'm fucking traveling. And all I got is my road hookup, and that's only two mics. And he said, I got a mic. <laughs> so I came here, and we just spent the past half hour trying to find a mic. And <laughs> But at least we had some tea, and you had some, what were you eating, bananas? Man, I have this every day for breakfast. I have non-fat plain yogurt. Yeah. High-fiber cereal. Bananas. Blueberries. <laughs> and lately... <laughs> Motherfucking chia seeds. I'm putting chia seeds on there. Chia? I don't know, man. Someone told me it's good for me. I don't know if it is. I don't know if I'm gonna buy a second bag, but I'm working my right. way through this bag, and that's how it's gonna go. Well, you look thin, dude. What? Thank what do you, you? What's your meal? 
What do you do for meals all day? Do you continue to be healthy or what? I I try to be. We know I just came off a southern tour and I got I felt real disgusting after that because it was just biscuits and gravy and southern fried, fried cats. Everything, dude. So so much cat stuff. Um. Uh, and uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just. <laughs> And, you eat uh, like at a lot of Waffle Houses and shit, or what? What was happening? I ate at like probably four Cracker Barrels, three Waffle Houses. <laughs> I really, and that was like, and what would suck would be like everyone would be like, oh, you were eating at a Waffle House, a Cracker Barrel, like that's disgusting. Let me take you to the real shit, and then it's like I'm eating the same food but just at like higher quality. So I'm like, it's still another day yeah. of eating biscuits and gravy, except now it's like really good biscuits and gravy, right? Instead of just the Cracker Barrel. And Cracker Barrel is pretty damn good. I only got one Cracker Barrel in me a day. Like oh, I can't no, do no. Per day. <laughs> no yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. do no two Cracker Barrels. I can't do no two Waffle Houses. But when you're on I mean, tour, sometimes at the same Cracker Barrel, I mean, dude, they give you two menus, two menus, so, a full breakfast menu and then a full lunch and dinner menu. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, I mean, you don't want to be in Waffle House all day every day, but Cracker Barrel, you can make that work, man. The the you the, the side stuff. Yeah, you always get like four or five sides with everything. Well, the first one, I'm going nuts. Give me this with gravy, <laughs> that with gravy, the other thing with gravy. By the fourth time, I'm like, I will have your steamed broccoli. Right. I will have your braised catfish. Right. You know, I'm eating healthy, but yeah. a Cracker Barrel. Right. Healthy Cracker Barrel. Um, and so tell us about this tour you just did. You were like, you just set it all up to yourself or what? Well, well, yeah. What happened was, you know, I'm I'm like between agents for the first time in a very long time. I haven't I've had I haven't been without an agent in shit maybe a close on a decade. Right. So, uh, uh, and then I didn't have one, and I I just got off a writing gig, and I just wanted to get back on the road. Hell yeah! And uh, I've done a few of these little one nighters that they have. There's, there's there's this comedian kind of book show network that's that they have in the south, and it's going all over the place. I've done it before, and I usually. Because it makes sense, I would do a headlining gig and then add on a couple of days afterwards, just pick up a little, little extra money. Right. But since I've done that, and the first one I did was already like three or four years ago, they have now have a larger network. And it seemed like there was enough shows and enough money that I could just string along these one-nighters and make enough money through that. Yeah. And I managed to do that. And it was really fun, man. I hit up, it was, I think, seven states, 11 cities, uh, about two weeks total, maybe a little more. And nice. it was fun. Yeah. Nice. And you say you were like like sometimes like just sleeping on people's couches and stuff or well honestly like I mean like everyone came through on the money sometimes they it it fell through with the hotel that they promised but yeah. uh, you know because it's the south and everyone uh, property doesn't cost shit it's like right. I'm never sleeping on a couch I'm sleeping in someone's spare bedroom some 24 year old <laughs> spare fucking bedroom meanwhile I got this raggedy ass semi studio right you know yeah I um. I remember one time this kid, I was working in Arizona, and this mm-hmm. kid's like, hey, come do my podcast. Mm-hmm. First of all, he, he hit me up on Facebook. I was like, hey, can you do my podcast when you're in town? That's nice. And I just ignored him because I was like, <laughs> I, I don't want any extra work to do on a two-day gig. Uh-huh. Like, but then he, 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 I saw him at the, um, at the club. And he goes, uh, he's like, hey, man, I messaged you on Facebook. And I just go, I'll, I'll do your podcast. Yeah. You know, I just fucking came clean, even though I didn't want to do it. I'll never forget, I went over, the place was a fucking wreck. But what I'll never forget is, like, they sat me down at this this table to do the podcast. And then right to my left, in it, I don't even know if it was in a trash can. I remember it being very disturbing. There was just, like, all these used condoms. Ew. Like, right there. Wait, wait, wait. On the, like, at eye level, or? No, they were just, like, right down. If I looked down to my left, there was just, like, all these used condoms. And How many, would you say? I'd probably only two or three, but, like, one's enough. 
What the fuck? Yeah, they were in a trash bag. Were they on a? They were in a. They were yeah, in a I mean, basket. They were in the appropriate place, but the fact nah, that nah, man, the fact nah, that man, was, you put a tissue over that, you close the lid on that. Come on, right. have some respect. I mean, dude, a day after and that shit smells weird, man. It smells like all your dead children. It smells. It's not good. You can't have those lying around, man. It smells yeah. nasty. It's just. It's Did you not, bring it up? No, dude. I was just like, I was just. That's the elephant in the room. It was the whole one of those time. things where I got like, it was the elephant only I could see because it was like unvisible to them and they probably forgot about it yeah i would bring that but, up i mean you you're a weird person you invite me to do your podcast why why are you showing me this shit i should have but I, I just felt like the outsider anyways i didn't feel like bringing it up i was very uncomfortable i was very uncomfortable and then they used and they were quoting mel gibson but they used like the n-word on the podcast <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like just please just don't put this out <laughs> Well, at least he's using condoms, not spreading his uh, uh, racist ideology onto the uh, next and generation. And it's, it's 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 typical too. Like this, I can't tell you how many comics are like, "All right, I'll take you to the gig. I'm opening for you," or "I'll take you to a podcast or whatever." Mm-hmm. And you you they pull up in a car, and it's just full of like fast food wrappers and garbage. Yes, and they have to fucking clean off the seat just for you to step in. It's yeah. like, what, what are you thinking? Like, just take five extra minutes it's and not, put it. Yeah, it's put just, it in the back seat. To me, and also to me, this is my thing is I'm, I'm a messy guy, but I'm not a dirty guy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I'll leave things around. I'm not leaving food around because right. it's gross. You know what I mean? It's right. like, like nothing that would leave a mark on, the, on your clothes were you to sit on it. Right. And, and first of all, nothing where you could sit. If I knew you were going to sit there, there would not be things. And this is why comedians, they're probably bitching about how they never get laid, man. Clean your car. They're also, yeah, that's one thing. Or they got kids and they don't give right. a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and they're also like, um, how come I'm not a bigger comic? Because your not car's a, dirty. It's not a direct connection, <laughs> but it's like, look how you keep your car. Yes. Like, don't tell me you keep your notes that good. Yeah. And don't tell me you got your shit together. Yeah. It's yeah. more than just being funny, unfortunately. Well, just these days, it really feels like you have to be a fucking businessman and all that shit. Oh, you got to totally get your shit organized. together. You got to clean your car and then you need to get to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, Everyone, I've been falling for a praise lately. Everyone's been telling me I'm smart as shit. Well, and I'm really good. buying into it <laughs> until I ran into you on Monday, and just about everything I said was fucking retarded. What do you mean? Like not everything. About? But first, we were talking about my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this. And I, mean, I we're was drinking like, a bit, so you'll have to refresh me on everything. Okay, but, well, right. this is when you first showed up. Mm-hmm. Louis, by the way, rock star status, gets picked up the airport and goes straight <laughs> to Legion. Was it Legion Bar? Yeah, Legion Bar. I got a show there every Monday in Brooklyn. It's where I work out my new stuff. It's been going on for over a year. White Castle across the street. Conveniently so if located. You're, if you're a Beastie Boys fan, this is going to be a home run for you. If you've got a gun, you can't rob them because it's bulletproof glass. <laughs> oh, do they have I think, that? I think that's there, right? They Am I mistaken? I don't know. I didn't go in there oh. because I fucking hate White Castle. It's disgusting. I, I ate there one time and I never had gas like I had from fucking White Castle. It's I such a fucking weird East Coast hype thing. It's like, I don't know. It's like, that's why Harold and Kumar, man, they had to be high because otherwise it's disgusting. It's just gross. Right, it's fucking right, right, nasty. Right, right. And there's just, there's options. Especially in New York City. There's fucking oh, options. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, man. You don't totally. need to go to White Castle. Fuck that. Um, Sorry, but what were you saying? So I get there and I'm talking shit about your girlfriend. No, or what? no, no, no. I'm I'm talking about how like easy my girlfriend is to get along with, uh-huh. and I go, we've even been in a fight, uh-huh. and she doesn't pull any punches. Oh, Do you yeah. remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and you're that. like, so wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> she's like really vicious. I'm like, no, man, she doesn't pull any punches. She's really, <laughs> she's really sweet. She won't even fight dirty. And you're like, I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> I guess I never use that expression, but pull your punches because it's a weird fucking expression. 
It is. Well, it has the word punches in it, but it means the opposite of punches. I was thinking, and this is just I, when I'm dumb, I'll, when I'm wrong, I'll admit it. Uh-huh. I was thinking it's like it's like you know, like you pull the fast one, or you pull the a rookie move. Pull the punch is like fucking. You just pulled it. You just whipped it out of nowhere and pulled it. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. the concept is, <laughs> and it makes sense, is like you're pulling back instead yeah. of. But is it a real thing? I don't know if it's an actual like boxing move that also right. applies to like right. the it's rest gotta of be, life. Right? Probably maybe at some point. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm, I become like a weird stickler for shit like that. No, you should be because I am. That's why oh, it's okay. super fucking embarrassing, oh. and that's why it's written <laughs> down on this piece of paper. I'm like, I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up, or like if I send out a tweet with like bad punctuation. Oh yeah, that kills me. I'm like, oh god, I hope yeah. no one saw that. P.S. Nobody saw it. <laughs> then this one was just like pure, pure drunkenness. We were talking about going to prison. We were. <laughs> the, the conversation escalated <laughs> <laughs> over the course of the evening because your friend has a podcast and he interviews rappers. Which means his podcast is about people who've been to jail. Is <laughs> <laughs> basically what he was telling us. Yeah, he's got it. He just he came up with a bunch of rap scallions in Jersey, and right. that's and who he knows. I guess we were talking about how like that's got to be the worst thing on the planet going to jail. But yeah. as a white guy, your only real option is to join a hate group, mm. and you were like, um, or no, I think your friend. What's your friend's name? Ian. Yeah. Ian was like, yeah. Well, my friend just joined uh, the Nation of Islam. Yes, and that's my, a crazy move. And this is—I don't know if you've ever said something you know it's wrong, <laughs> but you still say it anyways. I can't. I can't oh I wait, even, I remember. I go, this is coming I go, back to me. I go. Yeah, I'll just join. I can be Muslim. I'm like everyone tells me I look Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> You're like, that is not. The same. Those, are, those are feuding organizations. <laughs> And that's why alcohol's bad. It's rare that you get your facts. It's rare that you like start to think new facts. I mean, that's some basic shit that I got wrong. I'd say that's that's, that's some basic more shit. flagrant than the than the uh, pulling the punches thing. I think they're both fucking horrific, <laughs> horrific mistakes. Huge faux pas. I'm glad you're the only one that saw it. But you actually like. Hold on a second now. <laughs> and that's what I like about you. I think there was two or three more. So the, the good news is, like, you took me down a couple notches because I was feeling real superior to everybody for a while. <laughs> I didn't, and now I realize I make some pretty stupid fucking mistakes. But I didn't, I didn't know on my side, I didn't do it in, in, in a dickish way, right? No, I mean, no, we're no, friends, no, dude. No, so no, I'm just no, like, no, I'm just no, telling no. you. It's like, you, if we didn't know each other that well, I probably wouldn't have said shit. I just would have been like, hmm. It's your responsibility. Because if you didn't yeah. say anything, that means you would have sold somebody else. You'd have been like, hey, you know this Fulcheron? This is what he thinks. I wouldn't remember, but I would have quietly like marked you down a few notches in my head. No, I think I think like we have a responsibility to each other. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like a it's like telling your friend when they got like a booger hanging out or something like that. Right, 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 right. But especially as comics, we are are, are like. If you let me go up on stage with that wrong yeah, expression, yeah, that, then, yeah, that could get in trouble. Yeah, you're doing me a disservice by not telling me. I'm a, I'm weird like that too. I'm kind of like into uh, a stickler for getting factual stuff. Yeah, 100 percent correct on stage. Right. My theory is that some people are like it doesn't matter. It's a joke. But if some my thing is like if someone's thinking that the logic isn't right or the fact isn't right, right, then they are not listening to the joke. They are instead thinking that right so you go on to just have things so they're not thinking about anything else besides what the fuck you're saying yeah and the punchline that's about to come up right or just came up i've, I've done that to uh 
to Daniel Tosh before. I've been like, you know, that's not true because this, that, and the other. He's like, how dare you? <laughs> He's like, how dare you bring logic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into uh, this world of fucking jokes. And I was like, all right, all right. yeah, people but say I, that. I mean, that's. I'm kind of with you though because if one person, if you leave yourself open to one jab, like that's not true. Yeah. Then it fucks everything up. Yeah. Well, they just think it. They're just thinking something. They're not there. It takes yeah. them out of the moment. They're in their brain. Can't be out of the moment. Got to stay in the moment. That's why nachos are our enemy, and that's why fucking <laughs> unchecked facts are our enemy. Um, I was thinking about this. I was like, what are we going to talk about? Mm-hmm. But I came up with some, some, a couple of things because uh, I was thinking about like when we were at South by Southwest two years ago. Yeah. And uh, we went to this party. It was awesome. We were just hanging out. We, it was like a... It was like a, a nice apartment in the middle of the city. It was like a in Austin. It was like a like a condo. It was like a loft or something. It was dope. And these people were clearly like, "We're hosting the party for the artists." You yeah. know what I mean? I'm sure there was musicians there. There was a lot of comics there, and they're like, ch- they're like pimping out their liquor. Like, look at this tequila. And me and you start drinking this liquor, this tequila, and we start talking about everything under the sun. Yeah. So me and you, we, we don't hang out that much, but when we do, we fucking get down to business, just yeah. like on Monday night. Yeah, true. And, um, and at South by Southwest. And I, I'll never forget, like, we're sitting there talking, we're sitting there talking, and we both look up probably around the same time, and the hosts of the parties, this couple, this man and the woman, they're just yeah. sitting on the couch looking at us like... Are you motherfuckers ever going to leave? <laughs> Dude, they wanted us to taste their tequila. We drank the whole fucking bottle. That shit was ridiculous. That was, that was what converted me over to tequila, actually, I think, that time. Because I'd heard that you, don't get, that you can actually stay kind of clear-headed. That's why people get too drunk on it. Right. It's because they stay kind of up. Right. And, man, we drank that whole bottle... Then, we, then we, before we left, we had them bust out that famous ice cream that's from there. Remember that? We the was, ice cream? They, you don't remember this ice cream? No, no, Man, they no. Got no. That, I want to say it's Ann's ice cream. I don't know. There's a famous ice cream out of Austin. Okay. They had a fucking tub of it. We, we ate the ice cream. <laughs> oh, yeah. Out of their freezer? Yeah, man. We ate their ice cream. We drank their tequila. It was five in the morning. They were doing the, they were multiple overhead stretches, six right. signing that they wanted to go to bed. Yeah. But, I think, but eventually, we eventually we did leave. At some point, we left. So that's what we were talking about too when we were drinking their tequila. We we're like, "Wow, this tequila really doesn't get me that uh, fucked yeah. up. It just makes me feel really good." Yeah, yeah. It was great. That was good shit. That was a fun ass time, man. I haven't been back to Austin maybe since then. It was like I was on a roll. I was doing that. I did fun, 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 and then I haven't really been back there since. I went. That's what was my mistake on my southern tour. Was I went? Yeah. I should have gone. Uh, I should have gone. West to Austin and Texas. Instead, I went uh, east to North Florida, which is a weird decision on my part. Right. There was this crazy girl there who I thought was like, <laughs> she was hot enough to hook up with, but. Which means what? She's like not permanently scarred. <laughs> like but then she, like, of course, it came out that she had a kid, and like that, that scares me to death. This is an old. Um, really? Remember this guy, Tom Likas? Yes. Well, he was an asshole. That's what I hear. But he had a good thing. It was like if you go out with a girl with a chick that mean with a baby, that means she doesn't believe in abortion. That's a good point. And that's just like always been a huge red flag with men. Yeah, you know, I don't. I. I mean, I don't know, man. It's weird. I have old policies and new policies, you know. <laughs> and I'm trying to. I'm trying to live my life in a better way now. Yeah. There used to be like almost nothing that would stop me from. Get my dick wet, dude. Right, just, right. Just, this is what I'm. I mean, I would use condoms, so dick wet through, you know, metaphorically wet. Right, right. But, uh, but I mean, really, like, kid. 
permanent scars, like I said earlier, limbs, all optional. You know what I'm saying? Like, you whatever. You got it. You got it. Yeah. You don't got it. Whatever. If I'm feeling you. Right. Even if I'm not, if I haven't got a nut in a while. <laughs> That's beautiful, though. Yeah. But, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to be uh, an adult now and, like, be right. more selective. But kudos to you for, for already being on top of a... Uh, I mean, I've I've made the mistake. Yeah, I've been going out with one girl, and then she was like, "Yeah, that's." Uh, I'm like, "Wow, your niece really looks a lot like you," and she's like, "Yeah, that's actually my kid. My sister's raising it." <laughs> and I was like, "I gotta go." Really? Uh, but I've I've hooked up with girls with kids, but I never. Have you ever gone steady with somebody with a kid? She had kids, but government took them from her. Ah. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, <laughs> Still counts. Still counts for this philosophy. Um, I saw your ass. Okay, okay. So she's going to take me home. But I was still... Okay, what am I talking about? I don't think I found out she had kids back then. Because we were going to like go... She was going to take me to my hotel room. Uh, this was at like 6 in the morning after we drank all that tequila and yes. had that ice cream. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, so-and-so just called this open micro. We're going to go get breakfast with him. And I was like... Um, no, 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 no. And I went and got in a cab and went the fuck back to wherever I was staying. And she was calling me like a, um, she's like, you're acting like a jealous boyfriend. I'm like, I want to go the fuck to bed. I got to check out at like noon. You know what I mean? But then I saw you at the, um, at the airport. And uh, I just, I'll never, I'll never forget because you somehow discovered a private Bathroom at the airport. <laughs> do, you, do you remember this? No. There is it sounds private, like me, though. There is a private single-person bathroom <laughs> in Austin. It's not labeled, but somebody left the door open, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I got to get on that. Yeah, there's man. nothing worse than taking a shit at the airport when no. there's just so many people in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, like the good thing about the airport is that they clean the stuff pretty regularly. The bad part is like you're dealing with doo-doo from around the world. Yeah. And you don't want to fuck with that. I would love a private bathroom. I mean, that sounds that sounds like me. Like, I will hunt down. Right. I could take you on a bathroom tour of New York City, show you my favorite. Actually, I have one bathroom that I take every every person visiting here, too. No kidding. Uh, it's a beautiful bathroom. It's actually in what, this... Um, what part of town? Can you tell me? Yeah, it's, I, can, I can reveal it. I want everyone. Okay. Everyone okay. should see this. Not everyone can go. You're not going to be slick enough to get in. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Because what it is is that it's on the, it's on a, there's a bar there's a couple bars on the roof of the Standard here in New York okay by uh, over by the um, High Line or uh, I think it's in Chelsea or the Meatpacking or something like that right now you go up to those bars if you're not dressed right they'll just tell you to get the fuck out but you just go to the roof you just take the elevator you go inside you know you walk in like I'm saying this hotel you go to the top like I'm going to these bars right now you don't let them. Seat you should be, you know, just be cool. Don't buy a drink; they're expensive. Right. Just say I got to go to the bathroom. Just go to the bathroom. You, so you got to kind of know where they are. Right. And these bathrooms, man, there you sit. You go in there. You sit down on the on the on the on the toilet, and it's glass. Wow. You're sitting. You're facing a glass wall overlooking the whole city, sitting straight up like a king on his throne, looking at the whole fucking town. Wow. You can, and now you can put a curtain that's low, like kind of like. Waist height so that you just your head would be popping up, <laughs> or you could just fucking be open and be like, "This is what I'm doing, world." You could, right. I mean, like if you wanted to, and I, I haven't done it, but if you wanted, to, you could like jack off to the city. Sure, I mean, you could piss on the city right, if you. Right, I right. mean, I mean, you shouldn't fuck up 
a bathroom like that, right. you're gonna ruin. Don't ruin this for people. Exactly. But I'm just saying it's pretty. It's like it's one of the top bathrooms I've ever been in my life. This is amazing, and this is like a, a total theme on on uh, Seinfeld. Is like Costanza was always he knew like all the public toilets. Yeah, I know. I thought of that app thing before I heard he did. I yeah. thought of that, and someone's like, they did that on on the Seinfeld. You know, I'm like, fuck, that's like that was my idea. So just dress up and go to the standard. Yeah, you kind of have to shit. dress nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just gotta. It's just worth seeing. I mean, the bar is pretty nice too, but I mean, those drinks are expensive. Man. Fuck okay. that. I mean, for but if you want to impress somebody, man, it's beautiful at sunset. It's right by the river, and then you'd be like, "Come here, I want to show you something special." Right. You take them that bathroom. They'll never forget you. Never. Every time that girl is taking a shit in that bathroom, she will think of you. That's now beautiful. I gotta, I gotta tag in Chris Tinkles here. Yeah. We finally got the mic hooked up. Be careful. That's a short, uh, oh, short leash oh. you got going. Thanks there. for having me. <laughs> and uh, thanks for sharing uh, shit stories, Louis. Jesus Christ, that was um, not a shit story. That was but a you sort told, of romance. You told me that when we were at the airport, you told me that you had sex with a girl in a chapel. Yes, I was going to say that actually. In an airport. Yes, in an airport chapel. <clears throat> My ex girlfriend. She was very, uh, very cool. <clears throat> very progressive chick. You know, uh, yeah, that was that's one of the best places I probably have had sex is is in a chapel at an right. airport because that's a twofer kind of you know what I mean you're in an airport that's already oh difficult. yeah 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 and then yeah. the fact that you're also in a chapel I mean it really is like it's like half your bucket list is gone yeah, in about thirty yeah. minutes I ran through a lot of that I, I really ran through a bunch of things that I want I said I guess I haven't fucked on a plane yet <coughs> fucked that's, on a bus you know have you fucked <clears throat> on a bus like a bus with a bathroom I fuck in the bathroom on the bus wow yeah. What's that like the ten feet high club? <laughs> I got a, uh, I got a uh, hand job on an airplane. Like uh, just like I just put like a jacket over my lap, and I got and it, I felt it was awesome. Really? Yeah, I felt like did I, you bust? Uh, no, because there's this little kid with his mom like like one aisle over, and the kid was kind of like walking around, and it was and it kept coming up to me, and like so I like wave at him, but then I started getting a hand job. I think his mom was kind of looking at us like, "What's going on under the under the?" And he was standing over by the jacket, and like the um, sleeve was hanging out, hanging out. And I was just like, "Dude, he pulls this fucking sleeve off, then you shoot him in the eye, teach erectic. him a lesson." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if like a gallon of cum came out the sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so gross. So, Man, so even a court would be too much. Yeah, for the fucking I was hell. just happy that you thought I have a gallon of cum just fucking <laughs> sit around and pop maybe, out. Maybe you hadn't seen this girl in a while. Is this was this a girlfriend or was yes. this okay? Yeah, it was. I, I was very happy. Yeah, I was like, impressed because she she didn't really like that, so it was kind of funny. That right, I, right. So it was an unfinished hand job then. Yeah, but then I also finger blasted her once on a uh, subway subway. So. That's beautiful. You're on the subway? Yeah. Wow. On a train. That's you, awesome. Yeah. I've never done that. I've never fucked around on a train. Uh, I don't think it was I was so crowded. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. It was just crowded and, and like it was the same kind of thing where I, I just like You were I, hugging I, her? I just yeah, I just had my arm around her and my hand was just like you can see she had like a like her purse and stuff over it, it's an oversized purse. And it just started off innocent and then all of a sudden it was just like <laughs> fucking two fingers deep. That's, that's awesome. That's beautiful. And then she's just trying not to like you know spasm, right? Because that's great. I've done that. Yeah, I've done. That. I mean, to me, that's a thing you do in a cab, like a respectable person, right? Yeah. But to do that on a train, I mean, shit. Actually, I respect oh, you way more. Dude. It takes it to a new level. <laughs> yeah. I treat cabs a lower level, horribly, but a new level. What? I said I treat cabs horribly. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, in terms of just like you know, I, I make eye contact with the driver while I'm getting head. <laughs> So you do Give this a, a lot. Wink. 
What? So you guys hook up in cabs a lot? Uh, no, I've only I've I had one BJ and I mean I've like made out, but I had one BJ and, and a you cab. really make eye contact with the cabbie. How do you? Well, he knew he well because she was like being quiet. I mean, not being quiet and not right. being subtle. Right. So at one point, I could see his head kind of pop up, and then he's looking at me through the thing. I just kind of gave him like a little shrug, like ah. yeah. What are you gonna do? And then she felt bad, so she tipped him like an extra fifteen bucks, which I thought was so funny. Is she blew him in the cab and she gave extra money? Yeah, like, I should have been the one who tipped uh, him. Nah, nah, that's a good nah. lady. Yeah, that's a keeper. I think this is well, what that's. You didn't get anything on the seats, did you? No, she's actually not a keeper, Louie. What? <laughs> yeah, she's not she's exactly a thrower keeper. Away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was I haven't talked to in a while. Or the no, but the hooking up in the cab is like that's a New York thing for sure. I think. No, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's also part of like. To me, it's part of my game. I feel like it's like my sleaziest move that I do, but it's like, at the end of the date, I'm just like, well, you, like, because everyone, no one lives far away. You're always meeting up in Manhattan, and everyone right. lives fucking buttfuck nowhere. So I'm right. like, well, you, I guess you could wait an hour for the train, and, and you'll get home eventually, or you could come in a cab with me to my place right, right now, right. which is a kind of a sleazy ultimatum. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you're welcome to come with me. Right. I have, I will pay for a cab to my place. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, I saw him actually do this move in public. You saw we him were, do this? Oh, yeah. How did you see it? It was when I came here, and I was, uh, before I actually moved here, it was the summer when I came to, to visit, and we, like, ran. He met some, some girls at somewhere, and then he texted me. He was like, hey, dude, can meet us? So then, and so it was clear, like, they weren't going to fuck us. It was very clear. <laughs> and Louis threw, like, a 3.30 in the morning fucking Hail Mary. Hail Mary. <laughs> He's like, all right, we're leaving. You got, And the girl already said, like, dude, we have to be up at 9 o'clock. We're going to a play in the morning. And Louis threw this, and I was just like I just had my hand in my head like this is so I mean I mean I mean if he does get him to come over now he's like he's already annoyed them so much is they're not gonna like it's not gonna be hot were these the Norwegian girls like these ones the Scandinavian like like singers well, no 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 the uh, uh, one girl was uh, from London and the other one was just like this drunken mess it was when we were we went to that little I Asian. Think it was real Asian, annoying. Yes. I, I don't. I don't feel like I she made cool. a move like that because she got. Oh, dude. I remember some chick being like really horrible. Yes, and we like I, parted I, ways. Like goodbye. No. Like no more. That's what I'm saying. It was horrible. You and I both were, both were like rolling our eyes. You start talking to some other dude at the bar, and we were both like rolling our eyes, and you still threw the three thirty in the morning. So, hey, you guys want to come over? And I thought it was really funny. Well, dude, I mean, to me, it's that's that's what fucks me up with <laughs> with dating and, and and the low standards stuff like that is because like I could like really not be interested at all, but I'm still like trying. I'm still trying to seal the deal, so I always have something invested. So I can't. I can't just. It's it's a it's bad. It's not good strength like bargaining when you can't just walk away. You know what right, I mean? Like right, I can't. Right, I right. never really walking away because I always. Well, I did buy one drink. I have spent three hours with this person. <laughs> right. I would be nice if I got something out of it that I would enjoy. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm going to try and not date like that anymore. I'm trying to be better. And just, if I don't like the person, we'll walk away. That's I'm, that's my new thing. Yeah, like... I'm I, always walking away. Yeah. I have $11 invested. <laughs> Love in, walking away. Isn't it good? Love going home and not doing shit. Uh, because if you get a girl home, it's like a whole nother fucking 24 hours of nonsense. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like nonsense. No, like right. where are we gonna go eat? The sex is like three seconds, and then and it's weird I'm too because you don't know him that well, so it's like it's never that good the first time anyway. I don't think not true. Well, Louis <laughs> right, that's not true. But most of the time, I say for the most part, man, we don't know about that. You're not that kind of dude. Yeah, you're right. I'm not. <laughs> Recently, I was like, um, I was hanging out with two friends, this girl and this mm-hmm. guy, and they were both like tall enough for each other. This chick was tall. So she like 
she thinks her her fucking dating is is like limited. We know different. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, like I'm like, all right, you guys are tall enough for each other. I'm gonna like wingman the both of you. And then I even went back to her apartment with them and wingman them there until they went into the bedroom and hooked up. And then in the morning, they were like, they're like, we're gonna go get breakfast. And I go, oh. I'm not going to get breakfast. Like, <laughs> like my, I've put in my fucking time with you guys. I don't understand. This is you facilitated every single. St- were you like calling not, like moves in the bedroom, like flip no, her over, no, play no. with her clit? At, at a certain <laughs> at a certain point, I had to tap out. But I got everybody in the game. That's you know really what I mean? crazy that you had to go take it that far. And then oh, my girlfriend was out of town. I was bored. Okay, and I just wanted to be out of the bar drinking yeah. actually, uh, and not driving. Um, but then they're like. We're going to go out for breakfast. And I'm like, I'm exhausted. I didn't get a good night's sleep on his couch. Uh-huh. I'm not going out to breakfast. And then she was like, hey, dude, to the other guy, she was like, we're not going out to breakfast. They still need me to wingman the breakfast. Oh, wow. They need me to wingman the breakfast. So basically, so basically, like, your personality got this dude laid. Is that basically what we're seeing here is that she had no interest in this guy but he was also tall. No, not no interest. It's just I'd known her. I went to college with her. So I'd known her for like 15 years. She's down to kick it with you. She's, she's down to fuck that guy it and sounds kick like him to the curb. Serrano did a Bergiac, except you didn't hide. You were just, yeah. <laughs> just there in the open giving yeah. this guy tips. I, I got rid of all the awkwardness for them. Like I could talk when there was silences and shit like that. I could keep the conversation going better. <laughs> it's not even wingmanning. It's just like just fucking hooking the both of them up. Man, I've done stuff like that. I feel like I got a theory with that. I feel like, I feel like, more people having sex in the world. Like eventually, it's like karmic fucking. Like I feel like <laughs> if I help someone have sex, it's just more people having sex that will lead to me having more right. sex. Like it's kind of a theory of mine. Yeah, I think it's worked out. I think I've gotten back. Yeah, no, you, you, it comes back to you, man. Louis is kind of a ladies' man. Uh, Chris. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Always got a girl. Yeah. Sometimes I go through droughts, but uh, I've been uh. I've, I've been I've been not drowning. You've done great. <laughs> Louis has You've like, had an incredible career. That's like Louis's roommate. And if you look at our room, our rooms are separated by a good 70 feet. Let's 40 just say. Feet. I've heard like there's been a couple bar fights coming out of uh, Louis's room. And I've gotten up like two in the morning and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Let's like, just say if we were doing the podcast in your room, uh-huh. there'd be a trash can full of condoms to my left. With the lid closed like a <laughs> fucking gentleman. Like a gentleman. Ah, uh, but that's beautiful, dude. Thank you. Um, let's see. I speaking of buses and shit. I just took a uh, a bus home from Foxwoods Casino. Oh man! And it was um, be careful with that. It was uh, the bus driver's first day. Oh, oh good lord! <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> "It was like, Hold on, dude, why the fuck would he even say that?" Why would you tell someone? It that? was obvious. No, she never said. It was just obvious. <clears throat> oh she, wow! Because first of all, when we're getting on the bus, some guy's showing her how to like check Drive. the uh, tickets, <laughs> you know. And then she's like, "Okay, booyakasha." She's like, <laughs> she's like the Jamaican. She's like, "We be going to New York City." <laughs> and every time we pulled up to like an area where she was supposed to stop, she'd be like, "Does anyone know the site?" And we're all like, what, what the fuck? Does anyone know the area? What? <laughs> like, 
What is she saying? Is she lost? Does anyone know where the bus stop is? Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Holy moly. So, it's like, uh, needless to say, it tacks on at like a half an hour to every bus stop because she can't find it. But I go in the bathroom at one point and I come out and the bus is stuck up against – I looked out the window it's this one way sign is like pressed up against the window, and she's just like jerking back and forth. Oh my! God. Trying to get over the curb and trying not to scrape the bus up because she's lost and she's in a residential neighborhood, <laughs> and the streets are a lot fucking smaller, and she's just fucked. She pulls like a like scrapes the fucking car and just keeps going. Like, and you hear like some woman on the bus be like, "That's a hit and run." <laughs> Oh wow! And then we keep going through this neighborhood. She's just fucking winging it. She goes to make another right turn, like down another residential street. And uh-huh. I was like, no, 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 fucking no, no, fucking. Yeah, everyone said that. Yeah, for real. Like, don't do it. Don't. Everyone. <laughs> Good lord! That's so crazy. And then we finally find that's the fucking really funny. the highway. And that's right about when I put my seatbelt on when we got on that highway. You put a seatbelt on a bus? Wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I don't trust this woman at this point. That's scary as hell. That's really funny. It it, it was... Um, Did you get your $11 get, back from Megabus or whatever? No, it was supposed to be like... Um, it was, was supposed to get in New York at 6.15. We got here at 8.15. Wow. That's no joke. Jesus. So it ended up being like a six-hour drive to Foxwoods, which is really only two and a half. I took a town car there with Bert. It was fucking cake. And then this bus on the way back was the worst. That's horrible. You should have taken the train back, man. I know, but I heard the bus was decent and it was so cheap. I was like, fuck it, I'm taking it. Man, the it. bus is like, it's always, the bus sucks. it's never decent, man. Fuck, fuck buses, man. I'm so sick of taking, every time I take a bus, it's just depressing to me. It's awful, right? Yeah. Um, ugh. Well, like, I feel as long as they have outlets, they had outlets. Then it's fine. Then I'm fine. But as this, long as I can watch something or this kid, like this twenty year old kid, like kept falling asleep and like sliding into my fucking side. You sit like this with that. Throw a bow out, man. I, Just fucking let him I catch was, that on I, his ribcage. He he was winning. Oof. He was winning. But the best part was, like, as soon as the seat opened up in front of us, he's like, "I'm getting out." I'm going to go and sits in there. He's got a seat to himself. I got a seat to myself. Cool. And then this this fucking criminal dude with. <laughs> Criminals are easy. They got criminal tattoos. Those yeah. homemade tattoos? Yes. <laughs> he sits down and gets on the phone. He's just like complaining. He's trying to get somebody from Western Union on the phone. Oh, man. Oh, that's never a good sign. On it's the not bus. easy. <laughs> it's like, they wired the money, but the money's not there. I need the money. No, don't just put me on hold. He's doing it for like 20 minutes. And I'm just looking at the kid. That was like hogging our seats. Uh-huh. And I'm like, ha, ha, That's who's ha. sitting next to him? You're sitting next to the criminal <laughs> who needs money from Western Union. Criminal oh, gets man. off the phone and does the same thing to him. Falls asleep and just <laughs> leans it in. That's so funny. Dude. I'm like, Oh, that's so funny. That's awesome. I was so fucking happy. That's the one good thing is every bus ride has its own tale of terror. And yeah. you can to give you got stories at the end of it. That's my first Greyhound. I've booked Greyhounds before. Oh, you never took a Greyhound? And, like, got out of them at the last minute. Dude. But that was my first experience. Every time I awful. do it. Uh, I mean, I've gotten... I did a tour of uh, Oakland up to, like... not What's the city in uh, in East Washington? 
Is it uh, Tahoma? Tacoma? Tacoma? Tacoma. Tacoma's Tacoma. south of south of Seattle, right? They're Olympia, the, something. The other city. It's like, dude, I took I took like a twenty four hour Greyhound bus ride tour <laughs> with Dugar, Daniel Dugar, a comedian from the Bay Area, who was like the first guy to take me on the road with him. Yeah, and this shit was just ridiculous. I mean, just like I had. Oh, it's just every time I took I took a short one just from Dayton to Cincinnati once. I figured, oh, it's the Midwest. Right, it'll be nice. Oh, it was right. horrible, man. This dude was doing like like gangster drill team shit next to me. <laughs> Brent Weinbach convinced me to take the bus there. He's like, it'll be cheap. We fly. He's sitting next to me, like rapping out loud and doing like drill team like hand signals, right. but, like real angry, like cheerleading, right. like cheerleading, but like like it's like the other team like killed your father cheerleading. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like. Right. And I'm just sitting next to this fucking guy the whole time. It was horrible. Horrible. It's never, you know, it just makes sense. The cheaper it is, the more well, some fucking shady characters can afford it. In, this, in the South, they're trying to tell me that that's the Megan bus because you cannot pay in cash. You have to use a credit card or oh, debit card. Wow. Keeps out the riffraff. That's, I mean, that is such a low threshold, though, for riffraff. Like, I, know, I mean, come I know. on. You can get a prepaid credit card like that. <laughs> you know, my, my ex-girlfriend didn't have a bank account when I first started going out with her. Wow. I had to, like, I had to, like show her how to do it. How old she was She was, like, she? 30. What the fuck? I don't know. She's a white girl. Totally wow. didn't know how to do it. That shit is like... That's, I mean, dude, I would, I would rather a lady had a kid, a few kids... <laughs> Then doesn't have a fucking bank account? You got to be kidding me! Like that's like at least the one with the kid. She's like can keep it something alive. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I, I still take the the no bank account. Well, except for after, after you guys break up, though, all you gotta do is find like her uh, shoebox in the closet that's full of money, right? And then you know it's like okay. discovering treasure. Yeah, yeah. No she, bank account. Is that what she did? She's had a box full of cash. She like I said, she do like the prepaid like credit card stuff. You go to like a check cashing place and put. It's the same thing as banking, but it's like fucks you over really hard. See, this is my this is my. It's thing. just I, as difficult as banking. I feel like every school should have should force everybody to take home economics and really mean home economics. You should they should teach you about credit cards, teach you how to open a bank, teach you about signing a lease. I took a class like that. I took a class like that in the eighth grade. They didn't have that in my school. They didn't have it in a lot of schools. They should. Every fucking school. It should be. You cannot graduate. Literally, you can't. You can. I don't care if you got A's and everything else. You got to take this fucking class. You got to learn how to do this. I hear Adam Carolla talking about this a lot too. Like they never um, emphasize like money in school. We it's like such the... a huge part of the world. Oh yeah. And they don't teach you anything about it, and they yeah. don't say like, "Oh, you're going to need a job that pays a lot of money." I mean, you should know that, but. They don't like emphasize it at all. Yeah, we went to the same high school, so I know. Yeah, I can relate. And then I know like, exactly what he's talking about. They did not. If your parents that. aren't good at it, then you're like twice as fucked. Because <laughs> I come from a family who never like we never talked about any of that stuff. Right, right. I just knew that we, you know, we had groceries, and my mom would spend like she like she uh, made sure on the outside me uh, and my uh, brother had nice clothes, and then that was it. Right. And but I mean, yeah. yeah, but it's and it's and part and the other thing is that I think a lot of parents think it's like. It's part of growing up. They shouldn't. They shouldn't put this on you. This is your time to be a kid. Right. So don't worry about it, and you'll learn about. It. But then there's Meanwhile, never the time when they. Well, when are, am I going to learn about? It? My whole thing now is my dad's a big fat guy, man. I'm worried he's going to die and have a heart attack before I get enough money to buy a house. I'm no one's going to be able to help me out with that shit. Right, I don't know what a fucking right. mortgage is. Right. I don't know what refinance is. That's. I'm th- trying to. Every time I'm in a car with him, I just try and I just try and get all the information <laughs> before he has his heart attack and keels over. That is so funny. Like. I mean, I come from a family they, that has a house, owns a fucking house. But, like, if I'm ever around, like, professional people these days, and you, you, you hang out with a lot of different people, 
yeah. as an adult, as a comic, and they'd start talking about like houses and escrow and shit, and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's Does crazy. Any yeah. of this mean? I mean, I really try and listen. I try and pay attention. I try and understand, even though I have like I'm I am nowhere near right any buying anything. Right. This is my thing now. I'm, I, I like to pretend to do all the shit that I, I think I should do now if I right. had it real money. Yeah. I'm looking at cars. I'm looking at real estate. Can't buy either of them. But I'm looking at it. Can't I'm even buy a password it. on a website. <laughs> Check this shit out. But I'm looking. Yeah. It feels good. <sighs> um, I went to buy a... Um, I went to buy like... All right. First of all, I needed a razor, right? It looked uh-huh. like shit. Uh-huh. <sighs> went to get the razor... I grabbed the wrong thing because I grabbed like a bunch of things. I'm like, oh, they got toothpaste. Oh, they got toothbrushes. Mm-hmm. I'm buying all these toiletries. Mm-hmm. I put down on the counter. The dude charges me on my ATM card like two dollars. I look. I just. I'm just looking at it, and I had to like sign for. It, it was one of those where I had to sign, mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, is this? Is this dude trying to hook me up? Like, I don't know if you've ever been through this, but I'm like, just don't. Don't, I'm don't always like, anything. always don't say anything. Yeah, don't say anything. Always don't say anything. I didn't say anything. Yeah. And I knew it was the right thing to do. <laughs> I'm walking out of there. I look in there and I realize I, I bought Band-Aids instead of a fucking razor. <laughs> 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 so I got all the shit I don't need for a great price. <laughs> but now I can't go back in the store because I'm scared he'll notice the mistake. <laughs> also, and it would never happen, but this is how paranoid I am. I got a bag full of shit I don't have a receipt for. So I did not want to go back in the store, so I look like shit for Friday night show as well. Oh man! I mean, I would have gone, put the stuff back in my like room, another and store. Back in the store, there's not that many stores because you're oh, stuck in a not? casino. Oh. There's like one. There's a store. I went the next day. Yeah, and the guy uh, just seemed to get dumber and dumber. As I was like, oh, this is why I only got charged. The guy was just on the phone half the time talking to his friends, uh, he and like he was just not focused. I mean, that whole casino and this. He I, also drove the bus home back in the. <laughs> But I actually, is, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I can say this because this is uh, the, the, that casino is like seems like it's half being run, and there's <laughs> kind of people there, and I don't know how this turns a profit. It's a it's a weird place that it is. Woods. Yeah, it is it's weird. Um. So yeah, I just didn't go back to the next day. <clears throat> I understand. But, so I'm sitting in the green room on Thursday, and I know we're not doing a late Friday show because they mm-hmm. divide the week up all crazy out there. Yes, and um. He goes, the kid, uh, Ryan, goes, hey, you know who's going to be here tomorrow night? And he's like, Shuley's going to be here from the Howard Stern show. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's where I know that guy from. Shuley Egar, I think. Is uh-huh. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, and uh, Ronnie the limo driver is going to be here, too. Do you guys like Stern? Yes. Yeah, so he's a big into Stern. I'm, I'm not. I'm, we're all so excited. I'm working with Burt Kreischer that week. We're all just fucking excited. We only have to do one show on Friday, and then we can just kick back. And watch Ronnie the Limo Driver just fucking embarrass himself. Let's fuck some whores. The whole deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just screams and yells at the audience. Stern gets a hold of it on tape, plays it on the air, and goes, Ronnie, what the fuck are you doing? This is all. <laughs> yeah. So we're all excited. Turns out, shit is not as much fun without Stern stopping the tape oh, of every not. minute yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be like, what the fuck is yeah. this, Ronnie? You suck. So we just all sat through it. And you should have seen us. We were so excited going in. And then after about a half an hour, we were just all just like – I'd never seen Bert. Bert's like a fun-loving party guy. Yeah. I'd never seen him look disappointed before. And he was just sitting there like, <laughs> well, this isn't fun. I actually did one, one of those uh, those Howard Stern uh, shows at the uh, Great American Music Hall in San Francisco. And it was like 
uh, Richard Christie, Sal, and they just need like a local guy. And, and they saw me do a show, and I did well, so they asked me to open. Yeah. I was the same way, dude. I was so excited. It was like it was like Reverend Bob fucking Gary the Retard. Star I was so excited. I went first, and I just remember like right when I was getting ready to go on, Reverend Bob was like, "Hey, you know, you're like you're really funny. I just gonna tell you." They're gonna boo you because they don't know you. He's like, he's like, I don't, like, don't want to scare you. And I'm there with Rob Martinez, and Rob starts laughing. He's like, yeah, they're gonna boo you. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, dude, all right, dude, I got, I got this. Right, right. I was doing comedy like four years. Yeah. I walk out there and I intro everybody. We have uh, Craig Gas, and everyone's just blowing up. Yeah. We have Gary the Retard, and they're like, ah. And then I stopped and I went to my first joke. It's, dude, there was like negative silence. And right when I was getting ready to like make fun of how it tanks, someone goes, nice shirt. And then someone else, faggot, like right away. And they, dude, it was boo. It was a different person doing it. And but they were in sync. Yeah, right? so it was, 12, were team. it was 12 minutes of dude booed mercilessly. And I'm up there. And then like I'm on the side and I see uh, Reverend Bob is just smiling at me, kind of like, ah, shaking his head. And then they're like, and finally, he like if he would have had a towel, he would have thrown it in. But he yeah, just got yeah, like, yeah, give me the wrap up yeah. signal, and then but they boo everybody, dude. Right, right. That's cool. Like, you did like, your time though. That's impressive, man. I would have got well, off. Well, they weren't. Yeah, I mean, it was rough, dude. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but it was like I've never been booed for that long. I've been booed, but I get off stage when I'm being booed. Of course, <laughs> I don't, you don't sit there and Thank take you, the good night. <laughs> I got. I went up on stage um, at the uh, the Borgata in Atlantic City, and that's oh. a perfect mix of Jersey and Philly. Oh, that you just don't ever want to be. Yeah. <laughs> and I got up there, and I just started. Uh, <laughs> I started in with my first sentence, you know, two two sentences, then a punchline. That's my standard. Start in with the first sentence. Some guy just goes, "Get to the funny, dick." <laughs> <laughs> Get to the funny, just, comma dick. You just gotta laugh. That's pretty funny. You just gotta laugh, dude. There's nothing you can do. What was the show? Who were you opening somewhere? Was I was opening for Daniel Tosh, and it was like it was on a tour full of like amazing shows, and then except for when you stop in at the Borgata, and then it's just a fucking nightmare. Atlantic City is. Might be one of the worst places I've ever been in America. It's awful, right? It's a horrible, horrible place. And you're playing the nicest part. That's playing, the thing. I'm playing the opposite end, man. I know. I, I can be, only imagine. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, you know what? You want to admit, see something, go to the Greyhound stop there. Uh-huh. It's, and it's 24 hours. It's go to like brutal. 3 a.m. Greyhound stop. I mean, like, it's just, what do I say about Alex? It's a, uh, it's a, uh, uh, shitty Vegas on a dirty beach in the hood. Right. It's not. It's a horrible combination of like a bunch of terrible things. But it's like, what happened? It's like, why don't people? You think people would love a place that close that they can gamble at? Like, why did they just? Why did it go to shit? Because it used to be a nice place, right? I guess so. I don't know. I I don't. I guess. But there was. Well, there started to be more competition, right? All the different like Foxwoods and different like Uh, casinos and stuff like that. I'm I'm guessing. But also, it's just like, I don't know, man. It's just kind of like. It's just criminalish down it's there. It's the all pawn shops. It's all place, yeah. Man. It's really and like I mean I think Vegas has the same energy, but like Vegas has like so many lights and so many cool buildings that it kind of takes away. Well, but the energies in those places, it's just like people go there like like it's people saving money to go on vacation to go fucking lose money. Yeah, it's a really sad and and and, and like and like that that cloud of sadness is in the air. Yeah, in all those places. The, but, but I mean, it's like 
at least Vegas has like young people go there to party. You're like, it's kind of got a cool factor. It has for the last like 20 years or so. That I mean, to me, if you're partying in Atlantic City, then I have I have nothing in common with like I'm starting off like I don't. I would never make these choices that you have made. Right. To, from you know from I mean? the I mean, first that, second. Yeah. I mean, that, actually, that's, honestly, it's playing any casino is like, I would never. I mean, yeah. some, some casinos, though, uh, sometimes that is the comedy club that is near them happens right. to be at the casino. Right. I, I just told my parents that. They were like, how was the weekend at Foxwoods? I'm like, well, you know, the type of people that go to casinos are not the type of people <laughs> that make a good audience. Yeah. Well, also, they're not there to see comedy. They're there to like... We need something to do besides lose our money 24 hours a day. Right, we need to take a break. Yeah, let's go watch this comedy that I, we probably got comped for. I mean, yeah. I've, so a uh, casino crowd is never never the best. It's just never the best, man. Oh, when I did Vegas, that was like, I did like a week long at the Riviera once, and that was the fucking saddest <laughs> I've ever been in my entire <laughs> life. Dude. It was like, it got so bad that I, I made a conscious choice, because it was like Monday through Sunday, and there's two shows every night. I made a conscious choice. Thursday, that um, after the first show, that I was just gonna get as drunk as I could and, and not do any jokes and just go on stage and just try to talk to these people. And for un- unfortunately, it worked. Right. And I stopped giving a shit. But dude, it was the it's just the people there. Like like they don't want. I almost got into a fight after one of my shows. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some dude because some guy saw the show and I was like and and there's whole people waiting in line to go to the second show. And I'm walking out to go have a cigarette or something, and this like dude tells the people in line, he's like, "I wouldn't even bother fucking going. No one's funny, especially the first guy." And I'm right there. That's really deep. And my fucking and my like picture is like on the poster as we're standing in line, and like points to it, and then the people kind of like have this thing where they're like, "Boom, poster, his face." That's that's embarrassing. I did a club. Wait, you said something to him? Yeah, I said, I said, "Hey, I'm right here, dick." Or like something like that, and he yelled back at me, and then I yelled something back, and then like the bouncer, or like the bartender, like grabbed me. I mean, I wasn't gonna do anything except lose. I did. I did a. <laughs> I did a club, and I'm not gonna say which one, but the 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 club owner also does comedy, and so he Ooh. does a show, and also another guy that worked there also does comedy. Is and they both went up. Does he have his headshot autographed on the wall? Because. That's always a good sign of a comedy club owner. When they, I don't, own, when they have their own eight by ten. I don't think so. Oof. But um, somebody that works go, there goes up, kind of eats it. Then the owner goes up and kind of eats it. And then this guy goes up to the um, like the host or whatever, and not the you know like the host of the restaurant type host. And he goes, uh, he's like, yeah, this shit isn't funny. I need to, I, I want my money back. And they're like, well, you know, you got to speak to the manager. Oh. <laughs> the manager. Can you wait till he gets off stage five minutes? <laughs> is the comic oh. who he doesn't like, and he's like, "This shit ain't funny." And the and the owner slash manager is like, "Hey man, comedy's subjective. You know, <laughs> you don't like it. You know, it's just your Jesus. opinion." He's like, "No man, come on, come on. <laughs> shit sucks." It was like so. I just loved every second of it and hated it all at the same time. Oh, I felt wow. disgusting, but I couldn't stop listening. Oh man. I mean, you do a lot of shows like, you know, here in New York, where they're like, uh, you know, they're 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 barking people in, and sometimes like, like I'm like basically the, like everyone else is like a barker or something. I've done these shows where it's like no one is good. And then, I used to do those shows with you. And, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then they would lie. They'd say some, and we got someone from Comedy Central. Then I would be the thing. That they, and yeah. like I wasn't getting paid either, so I just I'd be working stuff out. I mean, you felt bad for those people, but some a lot of nights. And this is the right way to attitude to have. They'd be like, you know what? 
we spent our money. We're in New York City. We're going to have a good time sure. anyway. So the yeah, people yeah, would yeah. like force themselves to have fun there. Right. Yeah, you would do those with me, yeah. Well, and I, I, felt, I would feel like, re- first of all, I feel really bad for the audience that just had to sit through in a shitty room, too. It wasn't yeah. like a nice place. Expensive shitty room drinks. with like rookie comics. And then I'd have to go up and me or, or a couple of other guys that actually had like TV credits had to go up. And try to give them something, but they're already so fucking worn yeah. out. I mean, nothing's worse than like – I mean, bad comedy is the worst. It's like being stuck at a party talking to somebody except you don't get to say your part ever and they're just talking. I mean, it's like just listening to someone you don't like do a monologue. It's like they could, oh nothing my God. could be worse. And it's, you start, it's one of those things where you start the first minute and you could tell everyone's like, dude – we are not having this shit. Yeah. And you have to like slowly yeah, yeah. get Make them, them on your side. And, like, yes. and then all of a sudden you can see in their face they're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, thank God. You know, that's what I was telling someone the other day. Like, like the best, the, the greatest lesson from my first few years of comedy was not, you know, nothing with timing, nothing with writing, nothing with delivery, was saying, oh, I don't have to watch everybody. Yeah, I can leave in the middle of the show. Yeah, and that made that I probably if otherwise I would have quit because that first year at the open mics I'm like if I don't watch everyone I'm a real asshole. Right, right, and right. I just felt so bad. And then once I realized I didn't have to, it was like yeah, oh, I feel so much better. Like I just you know, and this was sitting through open mics, which is just a tad uh, less bad than the show that we're talking right, about. Right, right. But open mics are just straight up crazy people. They're just homeless, like literally crazy homeless people yeah. on a microphone just saying shit. And even the funny people don't even know what they're doing yet. So it's just yeah. like these random ideas that they haven't honed out yet and they throw they throw everything away and then start over fresh every week. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't do the same shit over again. Oh, That's some rough God. shit. Especially when you have to go up late and everyone else is left and it's just like you and like three comics. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tinkle, I mean, you done? Oh, he's got to leave. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go. Do you want to... Oh, well, I'll come... Do something. Where are, you something. Go- Where are you going, dude? I'm gonna go do my podcast. I'm gonna go downtown. <laughs> do you I'm wanna plug that? Uh, yes, it's the uh, Paper Champions. It's a uh, MMA slash comedy podcast. My co-host is Jason Shibiro, a writer for UCB. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> thanks for thanks for having me, guys. I don't know what just got cut or what didn't get cut out, but um, yeah, it's so my podcast, Paper Champions, and follow me on the. Twitter at Chris Tingle with a K and my uh, CD's coming out July 1st. Check it out, Excited. everybody. Thank you. Check it Thanks out. For me. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us, man, unless you got anything to add. No, let's, I guess we should wrap it. Yeah, it's almost yeah. Fuck it. Let's you want to plug anything, Twitter or anything like that? Yeah, man. Um, people should uh, get my album. It's called uh, If These Balls Could Talk. That's my album. It's on iTunes. It's on Amazon. It's on Spotify if you don't want to pay get, any money for it. Get the album. I'm going to kiss your ass for a second. Louie is one of the funniest uh, fucking guys on the planet. I love watching you, dude. I think you're one of the best. I swear yeah, to God. I'm not. Listen to my past episodes. I don't say that to anyone. Uh, Thanks, get the man. album. Get the album. Check Louie out, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, and, and, and I'm also on Twitter. It's just Louis Katz, L-O-U-I-S-K-A-T-Z. And uh, yeah, hit me up on there. You know where to find me at the full charge. Uh, get my album. This is the part of the job I hate. You know what's funny? I titled it, This is the Part of the Job I Hate, as kind of like a joke, like I hate doing the comedy. <laughs> but then when I'm like selling them after the shows, and mm-hmm. it, I'm like, oh no, this is the yeah, part of the job yeah, I hate. Right. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for coming out, guys. See you later. Deuces.
Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and that full Sharon. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll, try to keep up. Turn up the AC, stay cheating up. Eat it up, time to devour the full charge power hour.